gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking two new movies that are out the movie theaters. This time we're actually doing two movies that are out that you have to actually leave your house to go see. And first and foremost, we're going to be talking about the one, the only, the assassin that we all loved as a kid if you're above the age of 35. Played as a kid. <laughs> Starring Henry Golding. And when the silverback's got more silver than back, you best move on. Before he gets moved on. It's not dignified. It's beneath you, Michael. I'm trying to do you a favor. This is a big fucking number. That's actually from a movie last year, The Gentleman. Yes, the gentleman. Uh, he's also known for his most famous role, uh, which is Crazy Rich Asians. But uh, it was really hard to try to find something that wasn't, like, uh, plot ruining for that movie sure, as yeah. a clip. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and, then, um, and then his uh, best friend in the movie, Andrew Koja. Koji. That's what I said. No. You, uh... Good. The gun's appointed. Now we are all concentrating. The moment is now pure. Purity is not necessary. Displays are not necessary. They said, Tommy Shelby. That door will need some kicking down. When you walk through that door, it was open. Yeah, uh, what's that from? And that is from Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is only one of the only English-speaking movies I could find oh, yeah, uh, or shows uh, with 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 t- with uh, Andrew in it, uh, who plays Tommy. Then um, also starring in it, Samara Weaving as Scarlet. Okay, here's what we'll do: take a few minutes, breathe, relax. Okay. And then go take a shit because there's nothing worse than shooting a poop-filled corpse. It's like hitting a turd pinata. After all, just sit you down nice and easy and shoot you in the fucking brainstem. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's from, um, God, what is that from? Guns Akimbo. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I only put these clips together earlier. (laughs) Last but not least, uh, Yersel Coribro as Baroness. What kind of beer do you have? Whiskey. Oh, my favorite kind. Cheers. Yeah. And that is uh, from uh, that is from Snatch, the TV series. Yeah, I've seen the TV, the, two, the TV series. Have you? You watch the TV no, series? No, I saw a couple episodes, yeah, because I had the guy from uh, the IT crowd in it. <laughs> but that movie that we're talking about there is G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes. Or Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Either way, <laughs> you're a little quiet today. Can you tune yourself up a little bit? Is that a little better? Little is, that, is that a little better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There's your normal voice. For some closer. reason, it's really, really quiet. You're really quiet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. All I'm, right. I'm. Yeah, I'm low energy today. Sorry about that. 
Then the next movie is the big movie of the weekend, the one that made number one at the box office. Uh, it was, a, what, uh, over $26.9 million brought in this past weekend at the box office. Um, starring, first, the main guy. Oh, do you want me to say it for you? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a Gil Garcia Bernal. You walked me to the train station, but I felt a pain in my stomach. I thought it must have been something I ate. Perhaps it was that chorizo, my friend. Or something I drank. I woke up dead. This guy, uh, he's a superstar in my eyes. He's in Coco. This one, Coco, but he's a... Uh, oh, you, you got you to gotta say the two... Please say the two movies I want you to say that this guy was in. That was the best movies ever this guy's so, done. E2 Mama Tambien is one of them. Correct. Okay. Number one. Give it, me the second one. You, say, he, it. you gotta he, say it correctly. He was even. You gotta say it correctly. Oh, fuck! Is it, I, I don't know which. Is it Amores Peros? No, the what? Motorcycle Diaries. Oh, well, you said oh it correctly. You said you said it correctly. So I thought you were talking about this. I, <laughs> I was fucking. <laughs> so like, yeah, I like the Motorcycle Diaries quite a bit. I like the Motorcycle Diaries quite a bit too, man. It's a great. It's a great movie. Yeah. Those are great movies. Uh, also starring in this movie uh, as his wife, Vicky Kriaps as Persia. All your rules and your walls and your doors and your people and your money and all these clothes and everything. This, this, this game. Everything here. The whole... Nothing is normal or natural or... Everything is a game. Everything is a game. And that's from a yeah, and that is uh, from one of the worst movies ever made, The Phantom Thread. <laughs> uh, I don't like uh, it as we, much as other uh, West as another other um, fucking PTA films, but it's it's a good one. I, I know that we walked out of it. Me and Neil, when he looked at it, we saw it. And he was like, "That was really fucked up." <laughs> yeah. All right, and then uh, as Maddox, we got Thompson McKenzie. Yeah. There are no weak Jews. Descended from those who wrestle angels and kill giants. We were chosen by God. You were chosen by pathetic little men who can't even grow a full mustache. Yeah. That's from Jojo Rabbit, of course, oh, which yeah, is yeah. one of my favorite movies. Oh, is, it, is, this, then, is this one of your favorites? Like like one of them all the time? Oh, Jojo Rabbit's awesome, man. Oh, well, it's Jojo great. Rabbit. It's great. It is great. If I if it didn't have stuff to do with Nazis, I would totally get it tattooed on me. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Alex Wolf is making an appearance again this week, playing as Trent. A game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind. Jumanji. Staples, people. Staples. Jumanji, what, what does that mean? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. Yeah, he's a, he plays like the nerd in that movie, right? Like, that's like it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this movie actually, yeah. Yeah, he's old. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan old. Yes, and also M. Night Shyamalan is also in this movie playing a part because it's M. Night Shyamalan's movie, Old. Um, definitely. Ding Dong, yep. And it's, and it's another one of the movies that he completely paid for himself so therefore, the studio had no say in it. So oh, yeah. therefore, if he wanted something to, like, there are certain scenes that I don't want to ruin, even when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain there's a certain scene that that wouldn't have happened if he didn't pay for it himself. Oh, well, okay, wow. 
Well, yeah. What's your it? microphone's like right in your face today, well, man. You, you told me to get like... loud. You told me to get loud, so I'm just... <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Where can they find us, Chris? You can find us online at moosedon'tsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash moosedon'tsuckpodcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. And uh, we're also on uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash moosedon'tsuck. We also have Bonfire where you can find nice shirts and and all kinds of shit with our name on it at Bonfire. Moves on sucks on the do. Search our name, we find it. Bunch of shirts. Bunch of shirts. We're not all stream platforms. Uh, if you're listening to us all on Facebook, them. like the page. Listen to us on YouTube. Subscribe. And if you're and if you're listening to us anywhere else, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you don't do anything. Every time a new episode shows up, it's waiting for you on the device. So that's oh, it. there. Yeah. So what? Are you? Naked, ready to go. We got for us. Who's our Who's our uh, guy? Who's our uh, sponsor man today? Sponsor for this week is going to be a place I went to while I was down in the good old Garland, Texas. It's called Fisherman's Kitchen. Fisherman's Kitchen is located at 2936 Levon Drive, Suite 200, Garland, Texas, 75040. Now, Garland, Texas is a restaurant for the good times and great food. The Fisherman's Kitchen has been a neighborhood favor, offering a casual, friendly dining atmosphere for you and your friends to enjoy. The restaurant also features friendly and professional staff and great people who will make sure you enjoy your visit and the seafood lives up to its reputation for pleasant dining and exceptional cuisine. Let's get to the nitty gritty about this fucking place. I went to it, and guess what? What? You can, it's a boil place. So you can order a boil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, like, you order it mm-hmm. and you tell them what kind of seasoning, like, they have a list of yeah, seasonings yeah. that you can put in it. And so, like, I got this huge plate of, like, crawfish and shrimp mm. and, and corn and potatoes. Oh, and I sent a picture to my, to my family, uh, you know, message group. And they all hated me for it. It only costs like twelve bucks too yeah, yeah. for my portion, which was insane. Yeah, uh, there's a boil place in here in um, Kansas City, like down the street from us, and we didn't know it was there. But yeah, boils are the best. But the thing is, you, you have to work for your food. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we had, you know, like if you eat snow crab or if you get um, crawfish or shrimp. You have to work for that shit. So um, yeah, well, they even got oysters on the half shell there, dude. Oh, yeah, that so are raw, to... raw oysters yeah. that were fresh. And oh man, but yeah, the the, the plate I had was definitely a work for. But you can get sausage and everything. Yeah. It was like you can literally choose. It's the best. And you can choose your level of hotness. What did too. you? What did you? Would see? I chose Cajun seasoning for mine where I went to. That's what did you choose? Mm-hmm. I chose Cajun and garlic and butter. It's nice. called the house seasoning. Nice, nice. I went for the whole. I went for the whole shabam, <laughs> and uh, dude, I fucking loved it. I I I mowed it down. The lady kept on coming back because I was like one of only. Because I went there right when the doors opened. Because yeah. I went from my hotel mm-hmm. to there. Yeah, <laughs> and like I was like one of two people in there. <laughs> so she just kept on coming back, and every time she came back, I swear I was in another really weird position no. <laughs> like, like you know like i gotta i gotta i'm like i gotta yeah a crawl dad like ripping it apart like, yeah I, wait, i'm good wait a second do you, <laughs> do you not know how to open a crawfish yeah you take the head you twist it you take it out suck out the head and then you crack it and take the tail well, out. yeah you take the first scale off and then you pull the meat out oh no i don't do okay, that shit. so uh, i'm from louisiana so I know exactly how it's done. No, you're not. You're from fucking Texas. 
My family's from Louisiana, so I went there every year. Shut the fuck up. My, my, Why did I ever know this this before? My grandfather threw a crawfish bowl every year. Every year he threw a crawfish bowl. Really? Yeah. Is it, most of and his, why haven't you thrown one? I don't know how to do that shit, man. I will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had friends. I had a friend who threw a crawfish bowl called Mind Bug Mind uh, mud bug mind fuck, you know, like, uh, I'm from the South dude. So like, uh, you know, my most famous Louisiana, I spent the first five years of my life there. So, uh, I go to Louisiana all the fuck time to eat crawfish. I know all about that shit. Oh dude. man. Yeah. With How did you not know this about uh, me? How did you not know this about I, me? I know I 100% knew about it. I okay. just <laughs> busting it. Um, yeah. Uh, last time me and my wife and our family went down to, uh, when we went to, uh, new Orleans, we had we stayed there for a week and we did a boil. We went to a, we found a fish market, and uh, oh, and that's the first time I made them frog legs. None of them had frog legs oh, before, wow. uh, well, so I grilled some frog legs with some lemon pepper and some butter. Tastes a lot like chicken. Grill tastes a lot like chicken. Yeah, dude. And everybody's <laughs> like, everybody was scared of it at first. I was like, no, it's fucking frog legs. Yeah. I used to go to all you can eat restaurants and eat frog legs. So it's like. You know, like, yeah, frog yeah. legs. Frog legs, man. <laughs> <sighs> How was your week, man? It's been all right, man. I, I mean, it's been it's been rough. Um, like, like, we have someone out, and I'm just, I'm fried. <laughs> so, like, I'm just trying to yeah, get Yeah, it's together. super hot outside right now. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's like it's like 103 heat index or some shit. Fuck all that. Yeah, my air conditioning was running today, and I have it set at 72 during the day. Yeah. And, like... It was at seventy four to seventy five inside just, my house, even sweating, though yeah, it was yeah. running. Yeah, there's, and I'm there's just a, like, uh, there's a, I'm in the basement, so it's it's easier to keep cool down here. But yeah, your basement's like a freaking ice pit. I know, man. It's it's kind of a, it's kind of embar- <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing because it's kind of awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah we have, have a, we we I bought this blanket down here this morning, and uh-huh. uh, we was like, I'm gonna buy four more for every single animal in our house, and me and you. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I haven't really done anything this week. Um, um, after we had some, we had a friend of ours come down for a birthday, mm-hmm. her birthday, oh, nice. I should say, um, this past weekend. And we kind of had like a little pool party on Saturday. I had a couple people over, but, um, besides that, I just been working and I, I found out I, I got a, on Sunday, um, I'm working 13 hours in one day for the radio station. Nice. Uh, for our big radio show, it's got uh, Kay Flay is uh, the be there. Headliner. Is she from Texas yeah. or from Oklahoma? Kay Flay? I, I'm not gonna lie to you and act like I know, bro. <laughs> I know I got an autograph final. I got an autograph final record out there yeah. from her. Yeah, so and, and uh, I hope she's awesome and shit in concert. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> see her on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. you know. Hope you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all. That's all I got. I hope she has a good show. And then I guess next week I got um, next week I have a, uh, fourteen hour day, for one of the Christian rock station here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I have some big days coming up for my my work schedule, and, and there's nothing I can do about it. it. It's just the way it is, and it's cool because I'm you know if I work one day and not work four days in a row then I make a lot of money on that one day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm actually getting really excited about movies coming up, so I'm very, very my week's just yeah. There's a lot of movies coming up and shows and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. I got I got a concert a couple weeks, and after that, I'm I'm going to you know I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to St. Louis. I'm doing all kinds of stuff in these upcoming months. So. Where are you going to Chicago? Uh, I go to Chicago at the beginning of November. Um, I'm oh sorry. man, I'm going it to. It's just been awesome. It was the last weekend of August. Yeah, because that's when I'm going to go visit my parents. Oh. No, we... you, you guys could have came down for a day in South Bend, Indiana, <laughs> and I can introduce you to everybody. And then me and Danny are going to be, uh, me and my wife are going to be up in uh, in Chicago for um, a day, hanging oh. out, doing stuff. So we're going to be, know? we're flying in the twelfth, and then seeing a show that same night. We're seeing Jeff Rosenstock, who I love. He's going to be playing there. Yeah. It's the closest place he's playing, and then the following day we're gonna spend. Uh, we're gonna go. We're going, uh, and we're gonna um, go on a gangsters and ghost tour. At the end of the night, gangsters and ghost tour. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of dead gangsters. Yeah, well, I guess they're gonna you know take us around places. I don't know how it's gonna be. It hurts great though. It's it should be fun, and then we'll figure out other stuff too. But you know, when you go to Chicago, you fucking eat. You know, so we've doing a bunch of that too, dude. I yeah, I know, and I'm already. I I dropped a couple pounds this week because of the heat and working outside and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, gosh dang, I'm gonna get up to 280 now. I'm gonna get the fattest I've ever been. And, and I need I need to I need to start doing more exercise or something. Actually, end of October, on at the end of October, uh, October 30th and the 29th and 30th. Yeah, 29th 30th will actually be in St. Louis. We're gonna um, see a band called Ludo. They do a Halloween show every year. And so we'll be there around the 30th to see them play. We, we really wanted to go. So. Oh, so you're not going to come to the Halloween thing? I mean, I I didn't know there would be a Halloween thing at your place. Oh, no, I know. Why Why would the guy that got married on Halloween have a <laughs> Halloween thing ever? Ever, Chris. Oh, Sorry. Like, no, the thing is, is that every time, every time I've I don't know up, if there's a Halloween thing this year yet. I mean, I know we, we we're still trying to figure out how to make up. We still want to go because originally it was it was supposed in 2020 it was supposed to be New Orleans oh, yeah. uh, Halloween. That's right. And uh, we're still trying to figure out how to make up for that because we really want to go to New Orleans on Halloween. New Orleans is great. It's the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially when I'm there. It's 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 like it's the only place I can think in the U.S. that's like a different country. You know what I mean? Like, like. It's it's a really unique place. Like, um, I, I would agree and disagree. What do what, what do you think? So more like a different country than New York. Yeah, New York's pretty crazy. No, New York City, L.A., Seattle. But, I mean, all the big cities um, have their own flavor, but New Orleans actually has French architecture, and it's been it's older than all the cities besides New York. You know, like New Orleans is fucking old as shit. It's ancient compared to everything else. You know, ancient compared to Los Angeles, it's ancient compared to Seattle. Um, integrated Chicago. It's one of those older cities that really has its history. You know what I mean? I know. I can't. I, I, it sucks. He'll be underwater in the next ten years. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's talk about Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Uh, let me pull that stuff. GI Joe Origins. So let me ask you a question. Do you think that did you need to watch the other two GI Joe movies to like this movie or to understand it more? No. Because I got. No. I got to tell you, man. I hadn't. I tried watching them. I, I I couldn't get through the first one. I just didn't have the time. I know it's like going through a Daniel Day Lewis movie, man. Yeah. They suck. Mm. Um, so director Robert Schwinn. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie. He doesn't make any sense. Uh, None of them. Robert Schwinn. 
God, I'm just trying to keep my mouth shut about it because we can get through this. Um, he directed um <laughs> Red. You guys remember Red? Red the movie with uh all those old the Hill action stars, right? Um, he also did uh, R.I.P.D., which is uh, who was in that? It was, it was Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges, right? Are they funny ghosts or something? R. What R. was that? R.I.P.D. Oh, R.I.P.D. It's yeah. a comic book. Uh, yeah, based off a comic book. R.I.P.D. Rest in peace, department. Uh, yes, yeah, so it was Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. And people said the reason it failed was because Jeff Bridges did this weird accent that you couldn't really understand what the fuck he was saying. Yeah, I heard that. about that. Yeah, and then also, uh, and he's, he's also. I, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a funny movie. Did, I, th- I didn't think it was that bad. He did a movie also called the Divergent Series Insurgents. So wait, is that right? I may have fucked that up. What was it? It's a uh, Divergent series, Insurgent, and um. Oh yes, yeah. Insurgents, yeah. the last of the uh, of the uh, series. Divergent series. Yeah. It was supposed to be like kind of like like uh, um, Hunger Games, right? Right. Yeah. No. 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 It, it's a. Comp- I mean, Hunger Game. It and no, he also did. He no, that's the second to last one. He also did the last one too. Okay. So the only one he didn't do was the Divergent. Okay. Um. So no, it's completely different storyline. It's it's really messed up. It's like people and like they're all in different tiers, and you have special abilities mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. It, it's different, but everybody compared it because the lead was a female. So here's the thing. This is written by three writers. All none of them have anything to do with each other, except for two of them, which is not mm-hmm. the best sign when it comes to movies. We have multiple different writers, but Evan uh, Spielotopoulos, Joe Shaftnell, and Anna Waterhouse wrote uh, Snake Eyes, uh, mm-hmm. and this stars the good old Henry Golding as Snake Eyes himself. I gotta bring that over. Oh. Now, when the silverbacks got more silver than back. Right, also Angie Koji is Tommy. Good. The guns are pointed. Now we are all concentrating. The moment is now pure. Purity is not necessary. Displays are not necessary. They said Tommy Shelby. Okay, I just thought his voice is so good in that. I, I know, I know, but he could have cut it off okay. before Tommy no. Shelby came also, in, but whatever. It has some arguing. From Scarlet, Scarlet. Okay, here's what we'll do. Take a few minutes, breathe, relax. Okay. And then go take a shit. That's good enough. Um, but, uh, what, I want to mention my favorite role that Scarlet, that Summer Weaving's done, is for you or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's so good in that. But uh, there just wasn't a good clip yeah. to grab from. That's yeah, hard to I, find. I, I took so long to go through all these clips. Also, um, but um, ready also, or not, I tried, but I couldn't find a good ready. Also, ready or not, it's a great movie. Ursula Cabrera. As Baroness. What kind of beer do you have? That's good enough. What kind of beer do you have? And also, I want <laughs> no, to... no. You want more? That clip needs to be long. Fine. It's only what kind of beer do you have? Whiskey. Oh, my favorite kind. Okay. There you go. Okay. And also, this also, also has um Uko Awas and Peter, Peter Minza as wine master. I'm really surprised you didn't pull a Peter Minza clip. Well, did you notice the four I pulled up? Yeah, I know. All right, fine. Uh, why, you... did it, why is it the four I pulled up, Chris? They're main characters. And... Okay. I got you, man. And? And? Are they all in comic book films? I don't know why. Why? Because they're all G.I. Joe, oh, okay. G.I. Joe, all-American hero. I think G.I. Joe is there, G.I. Joe. My favorite thing about this uh, is if you look at the, um, the storyline, it's like seven words long. 
I know. I know. I, I, here, I'll, let me read the storyline for everybody, just in case you didn't know what this movie's about. It's a G.I. Joe spinoff centered around the character of Snake Eyes. There we go. All right. So do we need a little, so, we need a little story about this? Like, do you want to go ahead and give yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll do the non-spoiler try okay. on this. Um, because if, if you ever watch G.I. Joe the series, and I, that's what I figure, even though they're they're trying to bring in a new audience, because this is basically like the reset button yeah. on the G.I. Joe world. Mm-hmm. Because um, they even said there's four different G.I. Joe things planned out. And all of them has been canceled, and they did this because they wanted to do a reset button. Mm. And um, one of them was another one with The Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson, yeah, yeah. and and but that got canceled. Like, so whatever. I <laughs> hope this is a good. Re- I hope this is the reset because those two movies sucked. And um, but this one was a good action movie. I'm not going to say it's the best movie. It's not going to get. Not fucking Oscar or anything like that. But the storyline here is a story about Snake Eyes, and I, I'm going to say it because I. But it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not really yeah. a spoiler. Okay. If if you know anything about GI Joe, it's really not a spoiler. But Snake Eyes grew up, or are best friends with a character named Storm Shadow, mm. and in GI Joe, it was always known that they were brothers, just like. Scorpio and Sub Zero. You know, those two are mm-hmm. always going to be fighting each other. Yeah. Just like uh, the same thing in G.I. Joe. Storm Shadows on Cobra's side. Snake Eyes is on G.I. Joe's side. Mm-hmm. And they're always going to be the two fighting each other. And it was just funny because, like, watching this movie, when they said the dude's name is Storm Shadow near the end, yeah. this lady next to me gasped. And it's like, <laughs> really? And I was like, yeah, he was only wearing white and had two samurai swords and a scar across his eye. Like, you Who the know, fuck else Storm is gonna be? Yeah, yeah. from G.I. Joe ever. But um No man, I mean, um, but that's the story. It, it's seriously the story of um Snake Eye, Storm Shadow, and their clan uh that they were with at the this point in their lives. Um, an action thriller. We get a good story about Snake Eyes. I think it gives a great storyline behind Snake Eyes. It does a good telling about Tommy, a.k.a. Storm Shadow. Uh, they give little hints of G.I. Joe and Cobra in there. Like, you know, I was at a, I was at the theater, what, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And I saw this Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Not a single seat empty. Oh, really? Okay. This was a completely, yeah. I was in those double recliners they have at AMC, and I had a 400-pound lady sitting next to me. (laughs) 400 pounds? (laughs) Dude, yeah. I I had to throw the mask on. I was like, oh, random lady I don't know sitting right next to me. Don't you fucking hate that, dude? Like, what? Yeah. uh, Well, I went to IMAX here and saw this on Tuesday, and eh, it's like seven or eight other people in there with me. Um. So I, I I gotta say I'm I'm just above thirty five, so uh, GI Joe wasn't exactly my wheelhouse. I need to be a couple yeah. years older to really even be familiar with the GI Joe. Like I knew who GI Joe was, but I didn't. Right. Was, yeah, but I didn't watch the cartoon. 
I just see all the memes everywhere. Oh, I did. I, I watched the yeah. cartoon. I had the action figures. So, I had uh, friends that had the action of the action figures. We would fight all the time with this stuff, man. I mean, I am telling you right now, I absolutely love G.I. Joe. And also because G.I. Joe was the first time a pro wrestler became a main celebrity outside of pro wrestling. Who was it? Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, you don't have you don't have, you have a Sergeant Slaughter shirt, do you? I'm gonna get your no, wrestling no, no, shirt. No. This is this is this is SummerSlam '92, dude, okay. which is also the year my wife was born. Oh, nice, That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted, but uh, so with without me um having any sort of connection to GI Joe, uh, you know, uh, with a you know nostalgia, I went to this with the clean slate. Um, I will say that the action scenes are done really well all the action scenes are uh, how you'd want them to be uh you know the fast paced sort of you know great great uh martial arts mm-hmm. Andrew Golding is always attractive like like it's good action scenes um story's fine yeah and they change they change you know you know things about snake eyes like snake eyes originally was a white guy yeah and they cast Henry Golding, which Henry Golding, that's the reason this movie rocks. Let's just be honest. His acting and between him and um, and Andrew, mm-hmm. like their relationship between them and um, also, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Akira Ab, Abe. Uh, Akiko in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Akiko in the movie. Uh, but the three of them, they're acting together, and like you could feel like they got along, yeah, like yeah. they knew each other. And uh, but then, then but but besides that, it was an action movie. It was ninjas with swords and clans and <laughs> a spiritual, bit, a weird little bit of stuff. creature feature, a little bit, just a little yeah, bit yeah, a little movie. bit some creature feature stuff going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. So it. So, but I mean. It's based off of an '80s cartoon. How could it not be? Yeah, it's, so it's it's not, it's not awful. Um, it, it's but you know it's fine. It's a movie. Uh, uh, it hits all the beats you'd expect in a movie like this. Um, so it's it's not it's not a great story, but it, you know I think that that the action elements were there. If you like GI Joe, I think you like it probably. But I, I just mm-hmm. don't see my if this was a solo outing and this was it. I don't think I'd be like rushing out to see the sequel. You know, it's it's okay. You know? Yeah, and uh, I, I don't mind. I would really like him to, now that this has been set and they got a new Scarlet O'Hare, they got a new Baroness, let's go ahead. Let's make another G.I. Joe movie, but let's 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 actually work on it this time yeah. and not yeah. it, be shitty like the last one. Let's, let's hope and you know what's the cool thing about this movie? What's that? I, no, no, no. You go ahead with yours. I, I think what they could say? probably work on the story a bit more. This one was kind of clunky, kind of like... I know they're saying a lot of stuff that didn't actually pay off, and uh, I, I, mm-hmm. the story of itself kind of bugged me a little bit, a little bit more than a little bit. But 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 the action sequences, which is why you go see this movie, is really the star of it. We're fucking badass. They're yeah. they're badass. Yeah. Um, what's the best way to start a movie? That's right. You have the main character fight a pro wrestler. That's right. And the cage match recently released from WWE. Oh yeah. Mojo Riley. Oh, so you also, recognized uh, him right away, didn't you? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as the bat, I, I even have it written down. That's like the first thing written in my notebook, Mojo <laughs> Riley. I was like, oh, Mojo Riley! But he just was recently, his name is uh, Dean Mattia, and uh, he is best friends with Rob Kurnowski. If you don't know who Rob Kurnowski is, he is, you know, a five-time Super Bowl winning champion with the <laughs> New England Patriots, okay. or, or or four four with the New England Patriots, the fifth with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers okay, with his best buddy, Tom Brady. Um, but, um, yeah, so I knew exactly who he was right off the back when I saw him and I was just like, damn, Bowden O'Reilly, he got fired just last week from WWE and he's already got a job. Yay. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he also, uh, I doubt he'll be in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> gotta be honest. <laughs> um, but, uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, give some quotes and then we got a score? Yeah. Also, I want to say about this okay. movie is like. This is a good way to open up a franchise. Mm -hmm. You got to know a little bit about the characters because Snake Eyes was everybody's favorite character in G.I. Joe. I think it was more of the mystery part because you never saw his face. He was like a ninja and stuff like that. And he never talked ever. And, uh, but like, I really think if they're going to do G.I. Joe, man, they, they need to, like, go in there slowly. Or they can just kind of throw it all in our face at the same time and see what happens. Okay. But but I, I think if they do this and they go get several characters, now say, like, they do um, Duke, okay. Hawk, Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, if they do Sergeant Slaughter, but if they do them. But then counteract it with the villains, Cobra Commander, Destro, you know, and like, and then just all of a sudden, boom. Or the rise of G.I. Joe, the rise of Cobra, and not like that shitty rise of Cobra one, but like, you know, like, I really feel like if they stick to it, they can have a good franchise here. But I don't, I don't know if they can or not. But yeah, I'll give some quotes now. Okay. I, 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 I'm always hoping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got like, you. When, when you see things that was a very big part of your childhood, like the new He-Man animated series that just came out. Also, I'm also a little bit too young for that, too. Huh? I'm also a little bit too young for Master Universe as well. Um, you don't have to be. That new suit, uh, that new He-Man uh, animated series that's out, if you don't know a damn thing about He-Man, it doesn't matter. That story is just a well-written story. Okay. So... That that's my opinion on that. I would give that a four point five out of five. Oof. The new He Man animated okay. series. Uh-huh. That's a great thing going on. Made me happy in so many places in my heart and my soul. I heard you say safe house. Where's the safe? No, it's just another name for a cabin. <laughs> I've been watching you for a while, but not in that creepy kind of way. <laughs> I guess you were always picked last on the playground. Mm. Without loyalty, there is no Yukasa. Everything we, everything we want in life comes with a price. We are going home. I don't have a home. Not yours, mine. You have the look of the shadow before a storm. Ooh. Should we be worried? No, O'Hara is one of the Joes, and that's okay. 
Yeah, her name's Scarlett O'Hare. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, like, that's her name. Yeah, it's her name. I know, it's Scarlett O'Hare. It's been her name since the 1950s. Fine, what the fine. fuck you want, bro? All right, fine. <laughs> I didn't name him. Okay. He-Man's name is He-Man. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck you want, bro? I didn't name him. Her boss's name was Duke. Okay. And his and his boss's name was Hawk. I mean, come on. But like, are you, are you, Joe, are you really going to use the Scarlet? Are you really going to use the Gone with the Wind character name as your name? I guess so. Whatever. Go ahead. You offered me your life. Next time we meet, I will take it. And Go. All right, so uh, my score on this is like a 3.2. The action scenes are good, but that's all I really liked about it. And Henry Golding is fine. Yeah, and I, I liked a little bit of the storytelling a little bit better, and I was just happy that I was happy with a G.I. Joe movie for the first time. Oh, you hated the first um, two, huh? and You thought they were awful. I didn't hate them, but they were not the best. Let's okay. just be honest. They were not that good. So I'm going to give this a 3.6. Okay. I liked it enough that I was I, – I would rewatch it. Okay. Like, I wouldn't be upset about it, you know? So there's lots of ratings and on this. And plus it's Snake Eyes. So there's lots of ratings huh? on this. So there is an audience – uh, impression and this. the other thing okay really 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 quick like one of the things that really uh really upset me about this movie is they didn't put them in the outfit oh the, until the, the, the iconic the, outfit the, yeah well, yeah until the end that's like not be putting superman in the superman outfit till the last five minutes of the movie right i understand that i get it yeah, and that and yet that's just that's just kind of me being pet petty at this point, but because they show that part a, in the fucking preview, you're expecting to see that more often, you know? Like yeah, yeah. So um, uh, what do you think the score this is? Um, I believe the audience score is going to be a sixty-eight. It's a seventy-four. Oh, it's only off by a couple. There's actually an audience says on this. It says. Story isn't great, and the characters don't make much of an impression. But a great cast and lots of entertaining action makes Snake Eyes a fun solo adventure for the fan favorite hero. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, audiences who grew up with this are are happy with it. But what do critics think? Um, I think that they were upset that Ray Park didn't replay the role. <laughs> Did you know Ray Park played the Snake Eyes in the first two movies? No, who's Ray Park, by the way? Are you fucking kidding me? You don't know who Ray Park is? I'm looking this up right now. Go, go ahead and, and guess the score now. Oh, he's... I don't know. He was this guy once named Darth Fucking Maul. Oh, he was Darth Maul. Okay. Okay. God damn, Ray Park. He was in. He was an X Men. He was in. Uh, God, I mean, he Mortal Kombat. He was. Uh, Dude, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. By the way, get that right. Like he was Raptor. Like he was stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> that movie fucking Annihilation's fucking he is a badass. Annihilation fucking sucked. If, we can talk about you, that. You after you're done with this, man. You look. You go look up a YouTube video of Ray Park, dude. Every time he's at a at at Comic Con. Uh, Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. He always does some crazy show. Let me, let me, where he fucking does some crazy. But let me tell you, man, you need to be like the fucking Darth Maul. I, I mean, he, you can't tell. Like when I mean, he's in makeup, you're like, where he could be anyone. But anyway, uh, what do you think the critics score on this is? Sixty-five. Thirty-nine. Holy cow! Critics do not like GI Joe. The consensus is far from silent. But not and not particularly deadly. 
Snake Eyes serves as a step up for the G.I. Joe franchise, thanks in no small part to Henry Golding's work in the title role. And yeah, like you said, the one thing that works about this is Henry Golding. He's just good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. He's a sexy motherfucker. But, yeah, that's yeah, just Snake Eyes. It makes me want to touch him in his no-no parts. You said that your theater was full for this? Yeah, it was packed, dude. Mm. Okay. It was completely packed. I there literally the seat next to me was sold, which has never happened. Like, it's no, happened. it doesn't. I I I, uh, I saw um oh man what movie was that? It's a while back. It was god damn it. I don't want the lobster. It's the lobster. And when I went and saw it, I think this lady had accidentally bought a seat right next to me because she came and looked at her ticket and she was like, and she sat down next to me. And I remember the uh, I remember like. Uh, being so uncomfortable that she got that seat and only has that little armrest between between the both of us. But, um, mm-hmm. All right, man. Uh, you ready for news? You got news? You got to get that pulled up? I got a big piece of news right off the back, dude, that just happened like an hour or two ago. Is it good news? We'll see. All right. This is the Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do New. I'm about to read you a bunch of information. You might have already heard it because it's later in the week when you hear this podcast. Yeah, all right. So we got- Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney. What? Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney over Black Widow sto- uh, streaming release. Mm. So she, I'm guessing she's trying to get, she's going to cut off the, the proceeds instead of actual... Being paid off the film is that what's Ms. happening? Ms. Johansson said in a lawsuit that her agreement with Disney Marvel Entertainment guaranteeing exclusive theatrical release and her salary was based in a large part on the box office performance of the film. Mm-hmm. Disney initially induced Marvel's breach of the agreement without justification in the order to prevent Ms. Jensen from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel. The suit said, um, "Yeah." So I'm guessing what happened is this was filmed before the pandemic. And so the yes. contracts already worked out. And so mm-hmm. when when uh, Disney started doing Premier Access, uh, that probably put a dent in the money she would get from this. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you would think that any reputable company would be like, hey, listen, we know that the pandemic's doing this. We should probably review the S in the contract. So she probably expected to get a call or another part about it, but I don't know. I'd, I'd like to know the details of the lawsuit. You know what I mean? I can sit here and read them all, but literally just go, uh, this is, and this is not from a movie website okay. that I normally go to. This is, this is straight from the wall street journal. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, full details are there. It's a lot. Um, I don't want to go in the nitty gritty of it. Cause it'll take up the entire new segment. But uh, you know, Disney's of course saddened by this and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because they, they want to work with Scarlet in the future and stuff like that. But they're, like, kind of just trying to release it for everybody so everybody can see it. Um, this is the reason why I think it has merit, though. Mm-hmm. The moment Disney puts it on their streaming platform, what happens? People start going to see in theaters. Right. And they're not paying the $30 anymore on Disney because... Did they get a subscription to the to it? Uh, 
You had to pay thirty dollars to see it on Disney Plus. Yeah, dude. yeah, you do. Oh, is she not getting money okay. for that? Is she not getting money for that? I'm sure they're going to make up for that. But wait, so the, she was. What getting... happens as soon as it goes on a streaming platform? Oh, it's pirated. The number one most downloaded movie in the last month is Black Widow. To this, it's Black Widow, Fast and the Furious Nine, and the Friends Reunion from HBO Max. <laughs> the Friends Reunion, really? <laughs> yeah, and it's been in the top three literally since all three of those has came out. And Godzilla versus Kong, okay, like literally are the top ones. I mean, I, and I, why don't we, I get it? I mean, I, I pay for all those services, so it's like. Yeah, I pay for all the services too, but this movie, like, as soon as you, you know, as soon as it gets out there in the streaming world, and it is, like, literally broke records on how much it has been downloaded. Yeah, no one wants to leave their house and pay money for it, which is, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm against pirating in all ways and shapes and forms. Honestly, like, I think it's real shitty when someone pirates a movie because these people worked their ass off to put this movie out there and they get yeah. some, some douche nozzle at home watching on the computer with shitty quality and then talking about it. Like, uh, all right, well, let's talk about happy stuff. Let's go to happy stuff now. All so, right. uh, can I, can I, can I bring it up? I know we're going to talk about what? Get better soon. Bob Odenkirk. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did not put that in here. Oh, yeah, I was I trying to be more, I was trying to be more, uh, Happy on stuff today. Uh, but, yeah, Bob Odenkirk, uh, if you don't know him, he is the lead in Better Call Sal. He is also in, of course, Breaking Bad. Um, there are so many things. Uh, Nobody, which was a movie we reviewed just uh, a and few we weeks loved, ago. And we loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's Bob Odenkirk. The guy's a fucking genius. He's, a He's the one that created. If you ever heard... The, the famous skit by Chris Farley, living in a van down by the <laughs> river. Bob Utenkirk wrote that skit. That uh, skit is Bob Utenkirk. Uh, also, so, uh, I mean, you remember Mr. Show with Bob and David? I mean, fucking A. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so many different things. So, I mean, uh, wish him the best. Uh, I, I heard today that he's already on a fast track of, re- of recovery. Yeah, so I, uh, I was, uh, uh, I saw on, you know, the first thing that, that um, David Cross said about uh, Bob Odenkirk is uh, he said that Bob is strong and physically in spirit. He's going to beat it. And so it's yeah. glad to hear he's uh, he had like a, I think it's like a heart attack or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So I feel sorry for him. Love him. I can't anyway, wait. To, I can't wait for positive. Saul Goodman to <laughs> grace my screen again. So <laughs> yeah. Marge Simpson now has a singing voice and they have cast the singer to be Marge's singing voice. I'm confused. So, like, like in the show or what? In the show, she there's going to be a musical episode. The premiere this year is mostly musical episode. That the, the most musical episode they've ever done. Which they have like a and, ton of them. So that's crazy. Yeah, but don't worry. You just let that go, dude. Okay. Let it go. Right. Let it go. All right. Just let it go. So, Adina Menzel is going to be Marge's voice. No. Ooh. No. Who's going to be Marge's voice? Kristen Bell okay. is going to be the voice of Marge Simpson. Isn't that great? That's awesome. I love Kristen Bell. Who doesn't? She's, she's just like, she's America's sweetheart. She's I don't adorable. Care what she's adorable. Disney announced that they are rebooting the Predator series. Didn't we just see like a Predator reboot? Just like a couple, like, like. Like a year ago, year yeah, and a half but ago? Disney, yeah, yeah, I said Disney was going to do it. 
They're already doing it. They're already filming it. It's already on the works. The movie of the name, the name is called Skull. And what it does, it is an origin story which follows the first Predator that came to Earth in the first Predator movie. What's this, How's it spelled? S-K-A-L or? S-K-U-L-L, Skull. Okay, so is that, the, like, that, is that, that, that the, the creature's name? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't, they, they're not I, giving that many It details, could be cool. I, I don't it could be cool. But it's going to be radar, right? It's got to be. Otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Dan Trettenbergs, who did Jungle Cruise that we're seeing next week, mm-hmm. is the one in charge of it. Um, it's a prequel to the original Arnie uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, and filming is almost done. It's already almost done. Okay. And yeah, it, it, it was, they did it in secret. Um, <laughs> Emma Watts is involved. Emma Watson um, and Emma Watts. To, Watts. Oh. And uh, that's all they're giving about okay, it. Right. But it's literally, it, it's literally going to be a prequel to the famous Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which also, what what in the Predator movie? Became one of the most famous memes of all times. You still see it today. It's Carl Weathers and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the most powerful <laughs> handshake of all time. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um. Uh. Remember Bright? Huh? With Will Smith, Bright. Yeah. From Netflix. Mm-hmm. Did we watch it? The second no, we, script is we done. Actually, and actually, they are gonna be. We called. didn't do it for the show because I'd never seen Bright. I just remember those on there. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 because you didn't want to do cool movies with Will Smith in them. Um, yeah, so every movie Will Smith's in is a cool movie, mm. and there's no way you can argue that. Jim and I. Name a movie you was in that was Jim bad. Jim and I, What? Jim and I, man. It, it, it was still cool. Will Smith was in it. I didn't say it was good. I said it was cool. You said name a bad movie he's in. That's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say bad. I said cool movies. Okay. Uh James Gunn wants to do a Marvel versus DC crossover movie. Uh, it sounds cool, but it never happened. And is in words talking to both of them. Oh, okay. Because I, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I've seen the early reviews for um, for Suicide Squad, and people fucking love it, and they call it hysterical. Of course, it's in, because it's James Gunn. James Gunn, and like, like honestly, like it doesn't get better than James Gunn. It really doesn't. Like, like if you went into, I mean, he literally. Literally, I've I've not seen the story yet, mm-hmm. right? I have not seen. I've only seen the trailers that I've seen 104 mm-hmm. times now because we go, we went back to the. Dude, theaters. I'm tired of seeing Free Guy trailer. I'm fucking tired of it, dude. Like, like I just want. I can't wait to see Free Guy. Yeah. I I want to see anything. You know, you know, Ryan you know why I can't wait to see Free Guy? So I stop seeing fucking com- previews for it because I've seen them even before the pandemic. I saw previews for Free Guy. Oh man, I can't. Yeah, I, I want to see that movie so bad, but at the same time, stop playing the same fucking trailers over and over again. We know it's know. coming out. All right, it'll be out before the end yeah. of. It'll be out before, like I think two weeks. It's Ryan fucking Reynolds, man. Yeah. We're there. We get it. Yeah. Um. All right. Yes, day two is happening at Netflix with Jennifer Gardner, so mm-hmm. that's gonna be coming out. I know you're a big fan of Yes Day. I know. Dude. That was a good movie. What is yesterday? Yeah, you told me we you told me we couldn't even do it I, for the podcast. I don't even know what it is, man. Like, what is yesterday? It's a movie where uh, parents are supposed to say yes 
to everything their kids ask for. Mm. So if a kid says he wants a a mountain of ice cream, you got to go get him a mountain of ice cream. Or he'll if he doesn't want to go to bed, he doesn't go to bed. Like, but here's a big one. You ready for this one? This will probably make you happy in your in your in your uh, banana hammock shorts. Oh, come on, um, <laughs> By the, the way, exorcist. are we seeing Free Guy the same week that we're talking about Suicide Squad? Is it the same week? Uh, well, it's at least the thirteenth of. Of August. Uh huh. Hold on, when's Suicide Squad released? That's not the same. No, no, no. We'll, we'll figure that out okay. later. But right. we'll, like, we're seeing it, dude. It's yeah. it's just we're seeing it. There's right. nothing you can't not see a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Little Ray in. You know, Little Ray is now my go-to for sidekicks, man. Okay, he, he, when you see him in a movie, you know he's funny. Okay. And it's gonna be him and Ryan Reynolds playing off of each other. Yeah. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. I'm sorry, this was released the week the, before that's released. Just to say, you know. All right, cool. Anyway, <laughs> The Exorcist yeah. is being remade. Yeah, I think you mentioned this. As a trilogy. Yeah. From the Halloween director star, Ellen Bertinson, who did the Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Forever, what is the new Halloween God, series. I can't wait for Halloween Is also Kills, rebooting dude. with, I know, is re. <laughs> is rebooting now with Universal and Blumhouse, The Exorcist, with a trilogy, just like the Halloween reboot. Okay. I mean, What yeah. do you think about that? Uh, hey, I'd, yeah? be I'd be interested. Wouldn't you? I'm going to touch my no-nos when I go to it, man. I'm going to take a bunch of pea soup and throw it at everybody. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon and Ben Affleck! Wrote again. Yeah, I heard about a this. movie called The Last Duel Reunion. Like, like half of it, right? They were from the male perspective because it's like I've told them female and male, I think. Because I heard about this on um on WTF with with the Matt Damon podcast with with uh, yes, yeah. He said in an interview with the Tonight Show, it's the first movie we've written in twenty five years or something, um, and. We saw it as a story of perspective, and so Ben and I wrote the male perspectives, and Nicole wrote the female perspectives. That's really cool. I mean, I, I love. I mean, who doesn't love good wanting? You know, so anytime they team up, you just want to, you want to be happy. Right? You want to be happy in the buttocks. Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? Of course I do. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Galaxy Quest, the TV series, is happening with Simon Pegg attached to it. So is this Galaxy Quest like the actual show that they were parodying in the movie? Or is it like a show about the, the behind the scenes like they did in, in the movie? You know what I mean? Well, er, earlier this year, Tim Allen provided a promising update on the future of the potential franchise. Uh, the progress of the planned sequel was derailed in the wake of Rickman's death mm. as the screenplay in cons- uh, consideration before then needed to undergo major rewrites. It's a fabulous squit- script, uh, Alan told EW in January, but it had a hiccup because the wonderful Alan Rickman passed away. So it will go very sad and dark because the script was also about Lazarus and Tigar. It was about the story. So literally... Um, yeah, the um, directed by da, 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 da. so 
Yeah. It doesn't tell me much more than that. Okay. I read all of it. I mean, I it like, just says Simon Pegg is writing it, and yeah, I was here we go. The one who's like a better time, like, like it didn't get a whole lot of talk at the time, but now it's just a lot of big fan base. You know, it's like a cool classic. So yeah, let's hope that happens. Liam Neeson, you know mm-hmm. that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He has a, he has a very guy. specific set of skills. And one of them is going to be the playing the lead of Seth MacFarlane's The Naked Gun. So they're redoing the Naked Gun. They're redoing the Naked Gun, and Liam Neeson doing uh, promotions for the Ice Road movie that just got released. He goes, "I know Seth and his team are working on a draft. I'm very excited. I think and hope Seth might be directing it himself. No date has been set yet. I think I believe it's with Paramount." Um, Seth approached me there was about a year and a half ago and so either it'll ruin my career whatever's <laughs> left of it or I'll find another little adventure you know yeah I, mean, I, I, think I that like was, that I, I like that I think Leeson's okay I think he's okay <laughs> when it comes to career uh, I mean when you're uh, in the Schindler's List do you really need to do anything else you know um, he did take in after I know, I, know. I was looking around dude I was looking around yeah, yeah, yeah. Break it down. Oh, let's Break see. Paranormal down. Activity let's do 7. Yeah, yep. All right. Paranormal 7 is coming out. Cool. Uh, Paranormal Activity 7 is coming out. Cool. Uh, the Outlaws cast Pierce Bronson and Adam Devine. That's a movie coming out. <laughs> um, the Howard the Duck was originally voiced by Robin Williams. That was recently released mm-hmm. on the 35th, uh, but he quit four days in because the mouth would move to what yeah. he was saying. Uh, Haunted Mansion, the movie from the Disney uh, ride. They're going to have a Haunted Mansion, don't they? Yes, okay. and they're rebooting it with okay. Tiffany Haddish. Hey, hey I'm all about And like this Stanfield. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tiffany Haddish, boom, 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 Fucking boom. The holiday Tiffany Haddish, dude. Like, uh, I'm down yeah. with Lakeith. I'm down, I'm down. Um... David Litch is doing a movie called Fast Loose with Will Smith. The Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special Volume 3 uh, Holiday Special will go right into Volume 3 of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Invincible, the most best greatest cartoon that's been out in the last 20 years, is getting its own live action movie. Uh, People are (laughs) trying to get the Cleveland Guardians, not the Cleveland Indians anymore, the Mm. Cleveland Guardians, to make Groot their mascot. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is playing Emmett Till in a movie that would be cast about the the mother's life after her son was murdered by police or a mob of white guys. Uh, Samuel Rockwell, Akfina, and Anthony Ross are heading for DreamWorks' new animated film. Um, oh, and here it is, the one that makes me the happiest. Are you ready? You were, ready. You were suing through everything else just to get to this one, weren't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is the big one. Are you ready? Yeah. Batgirl, the movie, is happening. We already talked about that last week about, um, uh, what was her name? Leslie, uh, who played Batgirl? Who played the Batgirl? It was the girl, and her name was Leslie something. Uh, from In the Heights. I told you about it last week. Yeah, I'm Who figure. was it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. But here's the good part. Okay. They have cast Commissioner Gordon. The commission? Who's the commission? Jim Gordon. James Gordon. And yeah, but who's, it's who's a person the... that has played Commissioner Gordon it's not before. Gary Oldman, is it? 
No, oh. because Gary Oldman never played fucking Gordon. He played in some shitty movie that act like he was Batman, and it wasn't. Anyway. Fuck you, man. Like, a lot of people really <laughs> like this Batman movie, including Batman fans really like uh, yeah, Batman movies. Yeah, I know. I have fights with them all the time, okay, okay. and I tear them apart. Uh. I tear them apart constantly over it. The greatest Commissioner Gordon of all time. Gary Oldman. Gay. K. Simmons. Okay. Well, oh, oh, do you the voice of the Christian Gordon? You, no, he's doing. He's live know, action. Know, but, it's but, a live but action you, movie. You said he played Commissioner Gordon before. He did. Uh, in what movie? Batman vs Superman Justice League. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, remember him, Commissioner Gordon. Well, I gotta tell you, man, I fell asleep. There's a whole scene where I they fell all asleep. In, I fell asleep in both those. Right there, and he's I, like, I, dude, sitting dude, right there, and he's like, he's like. Oh, they all kind of left. That's well, kind of rude. Here's the, here's the thing, man. Uh, I fell asleep during uh, Super Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. You know why? Because they're not very good movies. They're not very good movies. Yeah, and, I know, because they're based off of Christopher Nolan's universe. No, they aren't, dude. The Batman vs Superman. Yes, they are. Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman are based on what Snacks Zack Snyder created. So you're telling me that DC comic movies didn't go in a dark direction because of Christopher Nolan's fucking little shitty trilogy? Well, tell me, tell me uh, why Batman vs Superman sucks then? Because they wait, because Christopher Nolan half wrote it. No, he did not. Zack Snyder wrote and directed the whole thing. Look it up. I'm looking, oh, all right. We're really, we're really gonna let you yell about this. There's really no reason to yell about this, right? It doesn't matter. Whatever. It does matter. They've ruined Batman because of Christopher Nolan. And who's going to save Batman? The only thing that saved Batman was they had Ben Affleck, a great actor that actually looks like ba- Batman. It's the first he, guy they've ever hired that looks like Batman. Here's what I'm, I'm going to scour the internet. I'm going to find a dude who loves Batman just as much as you, and I'm going to I'm going to sit back on the podcast. Well, you fight this guy. Let us go. We'll yeah. go, go right at it. Yeah. We'll go right into it. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if he loves him as much as me, man. He's going to have to bring it. Okay. Right. It's going to have to be brought. Okay. He's going to have to have a, a, a 25-year-old tattoo on his arm. You know, I think I know just the guy, and I'll, I'll contact him after this. <laughs> All right. But that's the news. That's Movies That Don't Suck and Southern News, where I tell you good news, bad news, and remind you, Christopher Nolan ruined the Batman universe. Yeah, I'll contact him after this and see what happens. If he wants to. <laughs> you want us to have a Batman off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll sit back. I'll, 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 eat, I'll eat popcorn the whole time. I'll just I'll call him up, and I'll be like, all right, you guys figure it out. I'll just sit back, eat popcorn. And, <laughs> and what did that episode be called? Movies and suck and some that do well, I, two guys fighting over the guy Batman. I'm thinking of. The guy I'm thinking of just do a have a podcast called Stimulated Boredom. Uh, Dana, I'll see if Dana wants to come on here and uh, and battle you. So, <sighs> um, you want to get into the M Night Shyamalan movie? Old M Night Shyamalan talking about old. So, um, this uh. Like I said, written directed by M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, uh, but is also based on a, a a book, a French book, I think. If I can pull this up, yeah, based on a book by Pierre Oscar Levy. Gra- it's a graphic novel, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's a Correct. comic book. Uh, and um, stars Gar. Oh, by the way, if you guys don't know who M Night Shyamalan is, I don't know the fuck you've been. He did things like Six Sense, Signs, The Village, uh, Lady in the Water. Oh, uh, what uh, split? You know, 
Uh, if you had to pick your least favorite of uh, of the Night Shyamalan movies, what would it be? Um, man, I don't know. That's a good question. Because they're they're kind of um, they're they're a few shitty ones. I got my first. I got my first three. Already picked out the ones I hate. Like the last Airbender fucking sucks. After not, fucking not, not hate. No, no, we're not gonna go hate. We don't do hate on this. Okay, podcast. so you pick your favorite ones. Did, okay, your top three favorite ones. How about that? Are we doing writing or directing or which? What are we doing? Well, he here? he wrote and directed. He's a uh, tour man. So pick anything. Man, Unbreakable is really good. See, I'm not a big fan of Unbreakable. Well, that's just because you don't like comic books, and it's fine. Um, signs. I was a big sign, a friend of signs. I like signs. I like signs a lot because it had like um, it had like a twist that you didn't really see. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the sixth sense? Because like the whole like everything. Yeah, I like the sixth sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. But the thing about the sixth sense is like I saw the twist. Okay. Uh, I I, when I was in the theater seeing it for the first time ever. mm -hmm. So when it came out, I want to talk like. That guy's dead. So it's the Sixth Sense, Unbreakable Signs, The Village, and then when he started to get like kind of weird, people in the water, people weren't found with the happening. Pretty not good movie. Last Airbender, a bastard that size the series and an awful movie. After Earth sucked, and then he sort of quite released the visit. Like he didn't. It wasn't advertised in that show. Signs was kind of cool. The first couple episodes. I read but... the books, and even then, I wasn't impressed. But the visit, yeah. the visit came out, and it didn't even. After that, in my channel, it was kind of a bad word, so they just kept it quiet that he directed it. But the visit's actually pretty good. So, yeah, the visit was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I liked the visit too. And Split was um, awesome. You know, Lady in the Water wasn't a favorite of mine. The no. Village, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of that one either. Um, I mean, there's a lot of them that I wasn't a big fan the of. Happening. But the thing is, <laughs> I, I actually was a fan of The Happening. And then when, like, uh, people were telling me this movie sucked. I had to go back and rewatch it and be like, "Oh, I guess it kind of sucks." Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. I, I I was actually a fan of it at first, <laughs> and then uh, Devil too. I was a fan of Devil. He he uh, didn't and, he didn't direct that. He produced it. No, but he wrote it. He did he write it? Hold yeah, it's right here. I guess he did write Devil. The story. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I was like, but the thing is, I don't care. Because this is why. I don't care if it's considered good, bad, whatever. Every time you go to an M. Night Shyamalan, one, it's the only director that has a freaking word in the dictionary after him. What? what movie was the A Shyamalan hat? A Shyamalan? Yeah. Oh, it's just called a Shyamalan? His, his name is, his, yeah, an, his name is a verb now. Okay. When a movie has a twist in it, yeah. it's called a Shyamalan. Okay. Um, and the thing is, how do you get to that level yeah, you know, and not be good at what you do. Uh, um, I, guess I can... think this is the problem. Okay. I think a lot of people are looking, looking for the twist now. They're looking for something they're random to fucking it. happen. Yeah, they're expecting. Yeah, it. and then when it's not what they wanted, they automatically think it's a suck ass movie. And to me, I'm not that way with this with, with M Night. I I I go there. And I try to clear my that that thought in my head that always tries to be like, all right, you saw the twist once, don't do it again. I want to be surprised. I want to just follow the story and where it takes me. And uh, to be honest, 
I think he's one of the best directors we have in the 21st century. Like some of these stories he wrote and directed all on his own. What director has done that? You give my auteurs? Is that what you're asking about? The director, writer, directors, there's plenty of them. Yeah, name a director right now that has wrote and directed movies that he didn't completely like slaughter or make shitty. Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, there you go. See, Paul Thomas Anderson, M. Night Shyamalan. I mean, okay. like, it's a list of people that write and direct. And, like, Paul Paul Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson had some shitty movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's just opinion. Yeah. And I think that's the way that all his movies went. And to be honest, at least he has the balls to throw them out there. Yeah, let's see what you know he has to say about Airbender and um in the happening and uh, after what he happened. has he has talked about it. He's talked about it on this tour. I've sat there and watched videos. I can't wait till he's on fucking he's like, WTF, man. I want to hear that episode where he's on Mark. Yeah, Man's. right. Do he says Mark? Man. Um, uh, when we go through the, the actors really quick, we got Gil Bar- Garcia Bernal is playing Guy. You walked me to the train station, but I felt a pain in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, Vicky Creeps as Prissa. All your rules and your walls and your doors and your people and your money and all these clothes and everything. This, this, this game. And then we also got uh, uh, Thomas and McKenzie as Maddox. There are no weak Jews. I am descended from those who wrestle angels and kill giants. We chosen by God. And then also uh, we see Alex Wolf again as Trent, age 15. A game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind. So, um, you can't even wait till he said Jumanji. Oh, come on, I don't know what you want to tell me. I mean, I, I, I'm serious. Okay, fine, fine, anyway. fine. All right, go ahead and read no, the no, no, storyline. No, no, don't do it now. Don't do it now. I'm not going to. What? What? What, what am I story doing? Storyline. There's a storyline. Yeah. Oh, there is. Oh, wow. It's more than a sentence. Yeah, yeah. This summer, visionary filmmaker M. Night Shyamala unveils a chilling, mysterious new thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discover that this secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly reducing their entire lives into a single day. So it is actually just one sentence, but it's a long sentence. <laughs> but, um, uh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so um, this, if you've seen the trailer for this, you've kind of seen just the... Uh, the, 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 um, the gist of it. Yeah, just of it. Uh, man, um... The acting is fine, by the way. Like, are Gail or Steven all The acting's great. good in it. Um, it seemed- you get some great characters, especially my favorite character in a movie right now. I, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to put a t shirt. I'm okay. going to make a t shirt of it. Okay. And that is Mid Size Sedan. Oh, yeah. oh, bam! Played by Aaron Pierce. Or Aaron Pierre. Yeah, um, played by Aaron Pierce. I, 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 wanna mention, but, um, I do want to mention that the, um, that the uh, acting in it. It seems very M. Night Shyamalan. Like, 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 for some reason, the way he directs actors, they seem to be very, very much his style. Like, he, yeah. somehow he does it. Like, like, like he doesn't, he, he just says, do it this way. And that's how they do it. And they did a really good job finding characters 
Um, the older they look, the, they... the kids. Let's, oh, yeah. let's say about the kids. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know at this point, yeah, they all get older. So, I mean, they, he did a really good job of finding kids that look like their next counterpart, that looks like their next counterpart, that look like their next counterpart. And maybe it was makeup. I don't know. Maybe it was Maybelline. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, it was like it, they did a really good job on that. But the problem was that um, Alex Wolf is – He's probably he's like in his mid twenties, and they wanted to be fifteen. <laughs> like in this movie, and I was like, "No way!" Like, like he's not playing a fifteen year old. But I mean, no, he did pretty good, dude. I mean, he did he did pretty good. He played that young age, and then they just aged him up and up. I mean, they they probably just made him look more shiny and shimmery, and shot him from a down wire, you know, to make him look smaller. They'll shave that chest. Then, <laughs> yeah, shave that chest. Shave that chest. But um. Um, there's some fucked up scenes in this movie. Yeah, some fucked up scenes. Uh, there's one scene in particular I'd really like to talk about, but I can't because I guess it kind of spoils it a little bit. Yeah, it's the scene you but, see the preview kind of, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Um, but, um, yeah, but I'm just, um, I'm just saying, no matter how old your body is, if you have the brain of a six-year-old, maybe you shouldn't be doing kind of stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, throwing that one out there. You guys figure it out later. I thought you um, had to do it ten times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually one of my quotes. Uh, <laughs> but um, this was um, good. To an like, extent. What's the best way to say this? Yeah. Um, I thought This was like. I thought it What's was... the best way to say this? Like Ten Little Indians? What do you mean? Remember that? Remember that by Agatha Christie? I, I don't remember. Wait, you talking about ten, Wrinkle in Time? No, no, no. no. Ten Little... I, I, didn't, uh, ten little I didn't... Ten Little Indians. Uh, it was a book I had to read in, I think, like middle school or something I, I like that. Remember. I don't remember. And it was ten people in a house, and then people started dying. Okay. And at the end, you find yeah. out who's killing everybody. So, yeah, look at the storytelling, because it takes place mostly in that beach. Yeah. The and, whole... 90% of it, I'd which, say. Which, to me, is a bit of an issue. I felt kind of... I felt like it took place in such a small area that I was I was kind of like, yeah, I know I understand what's going on. You're going to creep me out some more. But I felt like I felt like it was a little too long. I really did. Really? Yeah, I, I think, didn't feel that way. I'm going to disagree with you on this. I felt like uh, it had some good... Um, I thought felt like it had some really good... Uh, at, I felt like they could have done more. Okay. I see that. But the thing is, with the little space that they had, like they should have made it more tragic when people tried to escape. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? It's just what, like, they, it's just what they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like, like, there's one or two things that they did where it was kind of like, all right, so you get a headache if you go that way. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, I, I, I mean, that's what I, I'm trying to say is just like, I don't know, man. I, I think they tried. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Not, it's it, not it, an it, awful it, movie, but to me, it's not. It's not that awful of a movie. I actually thought it was pretty good. And then, um, I mean, there's some parts of it that I was really like, like, they went that way, huh? Yeah. That's how they go with that? <laughs> yeah. That's how they went with that, huh? Yeah, it had some. All right, it I'll had, go with it. It had a lot of classic elements to like really like old older film. It felt like an older movie. You know what I mean? Like when they yeah. So like um, I see I see M Night putting that on there, and 
I, I could also just like I also trying to figure out like with the sandcastle, the graphic novel. Sort of afterwards, I sort right. of seeing that in my head a bit. Um, and and I'm, one character they took out of the book or, or out of the movie, but they kind of had him there, I guess, was uh, the sci-fi writer. Okay. In the graphic novel, there was a sci-fi writer who actually was coming up with ideas of why this was happening. And, and I think... Was that played by Jaren? Was that played by Jaren, you think? No, no, nobody was in it. Okay. He wasn't there. I know, but you're saying he that he was kind of... The there. journal... Oh, gotcha. The journal yeah, okay. was like kind of there. Um, but literally, I think leaving that character out, that character, I think, would have added... Um, more of a, um, more of a, you know. Um, well, I thought there was so many urgency, uh, urgency, more of an urgency, more of a, you know, maybe this is why w- this is happening. Maybe this is why this happened. You know, for someone to throw something out there and then the, the other people feed off of that, a top of their fears already mm-hmm. of them trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think that would have that would have added the element this film needed. Did you recognize um, Clint Eastwood's daughter in this, by the way? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Francisca Eastwood played. He played Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just now. All, all his kids. All his kids are acting, man. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's got the. He's got those eyes. It's. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, this one is. Uh, it was. It was. It was. Right. My wife liked it more than I did, which is the opposite of what Pig. She loved Pig, and I, I loved Pig. She hated Pig. She liked this. I was okay with it. So like, like I actually, I was, I was okay with this. I also love the fact that it was shot on thirty-five millimeter, and that's you can tell thing. it. That's a good thing. You know, yeah. we, we, I love the way film looks. Did you get the little? Did you get the intro at the beginning of the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I didn't actually. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, from midnight. Yeah, so M Night Shyamalan yeah. comes yeah. on. He's like, I filmed this in thirty-five millimeter yeah. to. You know, make this because uh, uh, I want this to be in a theater. Yeah, like, you know, I want I'm, I want to return us to theaters. I'm actually digging those intros. I really am. You know, like like I'm digging the intros to have. Um, it'll be will be for a while until those are gone because I'm sure Ryan Reynolds will come in for a free guy and say, "Hey, thanks for seeing this in a the theater." I wish Ryan Reynolds would come and sit on my lap in the theater. Um, I don't know about that. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, do you want to get some quotes? Like, I've, like, I'm finding a hard time talking about this without giving anything away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I had the same problem too, because there's so many parts of this movie. And the thing is with the M night Shyamalan, you don't want to, what part of the movie that we talk about is not going to give it away. Yeah. It's because the, like within my show, we talk we know about everybody gets old. Yeah. We know, we know, uh, weird things happen. Of course. Um, but it, uh, people it, touch each other's no nos. The ending you know, issue, like, the ending will give you a weird philosophical question. You have to sort of figure out for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, why are there so many songs about rainbows? Exactly. Why are there so many songs yeah. around? Yeah, what what exactly. you know? Or you know? All right. Imagine it's all the people you know living the other's one. But <laughs> imagine all the people. That's not funny. Getting old on a beach. <laughs> anyway, here's some quotes from the movie Old. You have a beautiful voice. I can't wait to hear it when you're older. No kids on the beach. No kids week. Oh, you should have checked when we checked in. 
What are your names and occupations? <laughs> oh my God, that's mid-sized sedan, the famous record rapper. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I want to mention that like uh, mid-sized sedan has a name like a indie band called Carsey Headrest. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Man, she was she was good at swimming. She was like Michael Phelps and shit. <laughs> we all agree I didn't do that. The first time they wish. Uh, this is the first time they wish they were black. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had to do it ten times to get someone pregnant. <laughs> What's that movie with Jack Nicholson and uh, Marlon Brando? Did you find out that movie by there? Did you look for that? Did you look for that movie? No, I didn't have to. What movie is it? What is it? I don't know. Really? Yeah, tell me. Oh, you motherfucker! You really don't know what movie Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando is in? Like together? No. Oh my god, dude! It's been a while. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you looking it up right now? What are you doing? I feel like you're looking it up. I want to make sure. I want to make sure. I'm make sure I got the right one. I think I know. I want to say. I want to see it. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 It what? was the movie I thought it what was. What movie is it? Don't even guess. The it. Missouri Breaks. Okay. All right. Yeah. It was not Chinatown or something. I thought. I thought it was the Missouri Breaks, but I was like, it wasn't the two Jakes, and it wasn't. It wasn't Chinatown. I, I thought it was the Missouri Breaks. All right. You're an adult. Be strong for everyone. I hid from everything. I'm a fucking coward. <laughs> oh, they, they got that one F word in there because it's still PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> well, I grabbed it. That's why I grabbed it because it's a PG-13. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I wrote some words all together. Why, why, why did we want to leave this beach? It's so beautiful. <laughs> Which everyone felt like kids at our age. Let's do what nature intended us to do. And that's fuck. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah. uh, fuck. So, uh, what do you think the audience score on this one is? You didn't give your score yet, fucker. Oh, yeah, my score. My score is a 3.4. Just a, just a little bit 3.4? Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree with you on it, man. Uh, I, I, I'm going to get a 3.5. I'm going to go one a little bit more uh -huh. because I kind of like the little twist and Take stuff like shot. that. Take a shot. Take a shot. All right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, it's part of our the drinking game that the uh, uh, fan created. Every time you know, and Chris have a, oh, broken school, well, yeah, you still have some that left. How much did you buy? This is the last one. Okay. All right. You the save it for tonight? One. You save it for tonight? Yeah. I, well, yeah. The, the last two okay. I save for tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the drinking game is when Neil and Chris are uh, one apart to, to go ahead and do that thing. Drink a shot, 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 shot. Okay. Everybody! Hey, hey. So, um, audience score, what do you think it is? 74. 52%. Oh, wow. And they here, did not get it. Yeah, and here's, uh, here's what they have to say about it. Love them or hate them, no one makes movies like, quite like M. Night Shyamalan. And no one else could have made old. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, now okay. the critic score. Go for it. It's 
71. 50%. Five zero. Holy shit! Yeah. The consensus is, Old has no shortage of interesting ideas. Right director M. Night Shyamalan's uneven execution will intrigue or annoy the viewers with a little middle ground between. I, I, I know, I'm pretty middling about this movie. Honestly, I don't love it or hate it. I'm just kind of in the middle. You know? I'm kind of in the middle with you, too. Caught in the middle with you. Um, but, um, no, 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 no. It's stuck in the middle <laughs> with you. All right, Come on. Know no, no, your reservoir dogs. Know your <laughs> reservoir dogs. So uh, I guess that's that's all we have talking about this week. Next week we are seeing, um, we're seeing what are we seeing next week? Jungle Cruise, and, Jungle Cruise, and the Green and, Knight. The Green Knight, and and as long as it's not the Dark Knight, it's the Green Knight. <laughs> it's not the Dark Knight. Good. Oh my God. Uh, we gotta, if it's anything like the Dark Knight, I'll have to kill myself. God, I feel like one day someone's gonna send a bomb to our who's on sick office for hating that movie. What? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have an office. No, what for? For hating what? A movie that that destroyed the DC cinematic universe? Yeah, I, I really feel like that. I need to clarify to everyone who's listening is I love the Dark Knight. Neil hates it. I love the Dark Knight, and uh, the reason I don't fight it is because I know we're never going to change each other's mind on it. So no, no, you're not going to change my mind because I literally think the whole reason the DC cinematic universe sucks is because of Christopher Nolan. You know, it makes me actually believe that because when Christopher Nolan didn't touch Zack Snyder's fucking vision, he did a great Justice League movie. I'm going to send Dana a message to him on Facebook <laughs> and see if he wants to do our podcast. Um, what? What? You literally just want an hour of me and him yelling at each other? Yeah, actually, I do. There'll be a bonus episode we put on Patreon. Oh my gosh! All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love I'll, to be our first Patreon. I would love to be our Patreon. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to slaughter your friend on air, dude. Well, uh, Danny can hold his own. I promise you, <laughs> more than I can for sure. Uh, so we're seeing Joan Cruz and the Green Knight next week, um, and then we get that Suicide Squad, and I forget what else. But I know Suicide Squad is something that you're. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we got them all. We, we, I don't know what was the movie. What movie was it? I don't know. There's a, like a bunch of movies that came out. Dude, I just watched. Okay. Really quick, like, I watched uh, Chaos Walking mm-hmm. this week. How was it? I finally got to watch that. I, it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. I, I It sucks that we missed it. Um, Jolt. I know you watched Jolt. Jolt. Yeah, I watched Jolt. That was fucking hilariously good action. Okay. Like, it has, um, it has, uh, yeah, and also has a bald head dude that wears glasses and everything. Moby? Um, no, no, no. Who? Moby. I was joking. Oh, yeah. I watched that. Um, oh, man. All right. Let's finish this up. Uh, I want to talk to you uh, okay. for five seconds about something I just watched. Okay. Visit right. online movies don't suck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash movies don't suck. We're on movies don't suck podcast. Yeah, uh, we're, visit us on, uh, sorry, dude. we're on Twitter at NTS Podcast, we're on Instagram at NTS Podcast, uh, visit us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash movies don't suck, uh, we have a bonfire where we are shit, bonfire.com, search movies don't suck, do something new. Uh, we are also uh, on all stream platforms, you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, watch us on Facebook, hit the like button, and if uh, we're on all stream platforms, just listen to us. We're fucking everywhere. It's hard to hard to miss us. Hard to miss it's us. Hard to miss us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, what about small businesses? We do small businesses. Small business. If you got a small business and you want to, you know, get advertised out there, hey man, let us know. I'll be more than happy to advertise anybody that comes in my area and wants to know. I I will make sure for free. We're not going to charge you. We literally will just put you out to the thousands of listeners we have per week. <laughs> let us know, and I'll be more than happy to help you out. You good? I'm good. Let's do it. Well, that's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, anytime you look into a girl's eyes with the snake eyes that you have, make sure that you're not too old for her and take her back to the middle school. Have a good day. Have a good day.